Welcome to r slash ask reddit where users answer the question, Redditors who are married to Karens, what's it like? Our first reply is from Panda Panda Yeah Yeah. Divorced Karen, haven't had to see a manager since. Area Yassee replies, my mom is a literal Karen, as in, it's her name, but she's like a bizarro Karen. She will constantly ask to speak with managers and supervisors and bosses. But when said managers arrive, she unloads about how the employee helping her out was fantastic, hardworking, and friendly. And then she'll spend 20 minutes trying to figure out if she and the manager know someone in common. Nine times out of ten, they do. As a kid, it would embarrass me. As an adult, it's one of my favorite things about her. She makes people feel good about the work they do, and it's really special to watch how wonderful she makes people feel. Is this user's mom a new breed of Karen? The caring Karen? The Thug Muffin replies, Not married to a Karen, but married someone with a Karen for a sister. My sister-in-law is the freaking worst. I hate more than anything going to dinner with her, listening to her order food and talk to the servers. Holidays are also terrible. She sends out long lists of expected gifts. She celebrates every holiday and birthday, specifically for presents, even when it's not appropriate. Funny thing is, one time I was away from the dinner table when the bill came and sister-in-law waited for me to return to pay the bill by actually handing it to me. She didn't give it to her sibling or pay her half, but expressly handed it to me to pay. By the way, her husband is an idiot and they're a match made in heaven. And then, by comparison, responds to that post. My sister and sister-in-law are both Karens. I'll show up to restaurants 15 minutes early to warn them. I tell them if it's not done to their liking, they will hear about it and they will make their shift hell. I'm just there as a warning. I used to work in restaurants and those people made my life hell. I do what I can to help. Generally, my drinks are better and we get a free appetizer as soon as those two tornadoes walk in and all hell breaks loose. Not enough ice, table is too cold, it's too loud, etc. I also tip really big because I don't want to be associated with the two tornadoes. I live overseas, so I only see them two weeks out of the year, so it's manageable. Our next reply is from Foco Cholo. My sister is a Karen. Everyone feels so sorry for her husband. Everything is his fault. He's treated like a slave. She only addresses him by yelling. She constantly insults him. We have no idea why he hasn't divorced her or flipped out and attacked her. We've all told her to cool it and her response is that he's just so stupid. I could go on and on, but my sister really is a horrible person. And then Tavcat makes this interesting reply to that post. Unfortunately, you may have to come to the realization that he's into femdom and your sister can suck the chrome off a trailer hitch. Laz Newman replies, I knew a couple with a Karen. She blamed him for everything. The husband was, in our opinion, something of a saint. Once, she broke a glass in the kitchen, came and sat back down at the table and said, That was your fault. We all just stared at her. She looked sheepish and said, I knew that one probably wouldn't work. They're divorced now. I guess even saintliness has its limits. And now for the you-can't-make-this-up zinger. Her first name is really and truly Karen. Taryn34 replies, My husband's ex is Karen. She's a classic narcissist. When one of our feral hens started acting aggressive towards the other hens, my stepson named her Karen. So that would make her a care hen? 
Toasty Toast replies, Not married to one, but my aunt is. My uncle is this soft-spoken giant. He never stands up to her in any way, except once. At their daughter's wedding, she was about to interrupt the ceremony to close a window because she was chilly. Everyone sitting close to her could whisper, I'm going to do it, but I don't want to be a butthole. My uncle, in a calm, quiet tone, says quickly, Why stop now? Almost as if his filter just missed this one. (laughs) I swear, I could hear my dad snort two rows back, trying to hold in laughter. Karen was not happy. The turtle moves replies, My mom's a Karen. She's self-aware she's a Karen. My siblings and I send her memes about it. When my stepdad divorced her last summer, we were all amazed he lasted 17 years, to be honest. None of us like going out with her. It's terrible. And my husband just straight up tells her, no, you are not talking to the manager when we go into a place. I'll tell you guys a story my stepdad told us. They're farmers and own a small beef and bee farm. They have a store they go to for bee supplies. The owner called my stepdad and asked him to please be the one to pick up the stuff because his staff was tired of dealing with my mom. He's the only one who went to the store for the next five years. Wait, so your mom has a beef and bee farm? Does that mean that this Karen's house is literally the land of milk and honey? Moonbeam replies, my mom is a Karen. She thinks the world is supposed to cater to her, serve her, and everyone else is wrong. Once we went to Carl's Jr.'s and she ordered four burgers for the four of us. She pulls one out of the bag while the guy is getting our drink and hides it. She complains that he forgot a burger. She pulls them out one by one and counts it in front of him. It's obviously missing because she hid it and he's swearing up and down he put them all in the bag. I'm stunned speechless and it happens so fast. She got a free burger and laughed as we drive off. I'm just staring at her and she opens it up and eats it on the drive home. And she ate her actual burger like the fifth one never existed. I can't even explain how she is when she's in the hospital. She treats it like a luxury stay in a hotel. OP, I don't think your mom's just a Karen. She's a standard run-of-the-mill scam artist thief. A long string of random characters replies, I knew from the beginning there would be difficulties, but I loved her and made the leap to make her my forever partner. Yes, her attitude towards certain people and things confused me at times, but by keeping an open mind and accepting her for who she was, everything's worked out well. We've been married for 10 years, we have a darling daughter, and I've even come to love my wife's kimchi fried rice. And PME your unicorns replies to that comment, It's Karen, not Korean. Legas Daddy replies, I taught my nephews ages 9 and 11 about Karens last year when they stayed for us a week after school let out. After describing traits and observing them in the wild, they asked somewhere around day two, Is our mom a Karen? My reply, your words, not mine. Throwaway replies, not married. Four years of a toxic relationship though. I broke up with her on Monday again. We're kind of screwed financially because of this lockdown, so we're just feeling things out for a month before we decide for sure. This cycle's on repeat. I constantly have to cut her off and speak over her because of the way she treats people. Waiters, sales assistants, gym staff, neighbors, landlords, randoms we meet in bars, etc. Note, we were both waiters at the beginning of our relationship, so she's worked in the industry but still lacks empathy. She blames the waiter if something is out of stock, etc. My second major issue, we're both English as a second language teachers. She teaches kindergarten while I teach high school. 
Now that we're working from home, I hear how she speaks to her students and it's really opened up another aspect of her personality that I don't like. She'll berate a student for not understanding instead of evaluating her own ability to explain. Dumping on three-year-olds in their second language doesn't fly with me. A lot of her behavior stems from a self-defense mechanism due to insecurity, but that's not an excuse. She doesn't realize how mean she is to people, including myself. I'm a people pleaser that would rather sacrifice my own comfort than someone else's. She expects me to be a butthole to people because I'm kind of a big guy with tattoos. I don't exactly look soft. It's toxic as hell. Please help. P.S. The passionate hugging is so good it rivals most porn. Easily. Well, there we have it. Now we know why all these Karens keep reproducing and why they all have husbands. Because apparently, Karens are beasts in the bedroom. And too many tab opens replies to that post. I can relate to that. My ex-wife could be a Karen and this was one of her triggers. What made it worse is that usually it would stem from the simplest of things. All the usual suspects that made people insecure like obvious rejections, insults, and failures she managed like a normal person. But she would find those things in almost any situation. An example would be she missed her train home and called me if I could pick her up from the next town over rather than wait for the next train, a whole 20 minutes. When I got there, she was waiting on the side of the road and I couldn't park properly. So I blocked the road and waited for her. She just stood there. When I asked what the problem was, she complained, A gentleman would open the door. Once in the car, she then complained that I took ages and why can't I greet her lovingly? I didn't really care by then, but not once did she even thank me. I would have just preferred she didn't default berate me. After many situations like that, I realized everything I was putting in the relationship would come back as punishment. Anyway, ex-wife now. I don't regret marrying her. I do regret staying with her longer than I should. That's the only advice I could give. Emerald Sparrow replies, not married, but dated a male Karen for eight years. He was a semi-successful business owner who was twice my age and I was young and dumb for lack of a better word. The gist of our relationship was him trying to take over every part of my life. For instance, he would order for me at restaurants and would dissuade me if I wanted to try something new. If I had a problem with something, it would be brushed off, but if he had a problem, then he would talk to a manager. Not knowing any better, I just thought he was very particular and even started copying some of his tendencies like speaking up when I felt I wasn't getting the right service when I was out on my own. I realized who he was when we were flying back from Vegas and our luggage was heavier than when we flew in. Obviously, we'd bought extra things, which made up for the weight difference. So as he demanded to know an explanation from the check-in clerk as to why if it was the same luggage would it somehow weigh more, I innocently answered that it must have been the extra shoes and clothes. He was quiet and paid up. Later, he told me not to do that again, as he knew the reason why the luggage was heavier. He was just trying to get away with not paying. At that moment, a bulb went off in my head. This man, who'd spent $1,500 on a stripper for his friend, was making an already stressful job more stressful for the clerk in order to avoid paying 60 bucks. We broke up soon after, and I checked myself on the Karen tendencies he dropped off on me. Our next Ask Reddit question is, what was the most effed up thing you saw in school? Our first response is from Violet Waves. A kid jumped over the balcony to try to beat the rush on mashed potato day. He broke both his legs. Didn't get his potatoes. 
and probably profanity replies to that. Took me too long to realize mashed potato day is probably just the day your cafeteria serves mashed potatoes and not some kind of big yearly mashed potato event at your school. Our next reply is from TX. A couple passionately hugging in the dumpster behind the cafeteria. For the rest of the year, people would walk up behind the dude crinkling paper and asking if it was getting him hard. Wait, the dumpster behind the cafeteria? As in the dumpster where they would throw away all the uneaten food? Vic the Maddest Wife replies, A kid in my school year stabbed one of my friends in the back. Not verbally, I mean with an actual kitchen knife. We were 11. We were in the UK and it's 31 years ago in a place called Peterborough. I've tried finding it online, but there aren't any online articles about it. I asked my mom and she's a hoarder and she might have a copy of it from the paper as it made national headlines. He was stabbed in the back and it narrowly missed his spine. He was in the hospital for a week and needed surgery to remove the blade and then went home with no side effects physically except the scar, which was pretty impressive. Obviously, psychologically, was a different kettle of fish. The boy that stabbed him wasn't one of his friends, but wasn't an enemy either. He had gone around that morning saying that he was going to stab someone, but no one took him seriously. He was sitting at the desk behind my friend and leaned forward and stabbed him. He was expelled, but at that time, I believe the law was that he was considered a child and therefore couldn't be prosecuted. Knife crime wasn't really a thing here in the UK at the time. So, sweetie, what'd you do in school today? I stabbed a kid. 3,700 replies. In first grade, a boy pulled his pants and underwear to below his knees and laid down on his back. Then, a girl spat on him. I don't remember why, but I will never forget that sight. Our next reply is from Allie Cracker. Our school bully, a nasty piece of work we'll call C, ripped the wig off of a new student, A, who had recently returned from cancer treatment. They got into it and A was suspended despite multiple witnesses. We suspect even the teachers were slightly scared of C. Next day as we were leaving, A was waiting outside for the doors to open, comes straight in, grabs C's hair, slams her head into a locker, and then proceeds to pull out a huge pair of scissors and violently chops off as much hair as she can before the teachers intervene. She was obviously expelled, but man, she's still my hero. Bully C was definitely put in her place after that and absolutely toned down her torment of everyone else. Wish I knew what became of A. And then OP posted an update. On to the bully. So there's a reason I couldn't pull up any current info on her. And as I suspected, she did pass away in 2003. This isn't cause for celebration, as from what I gleaned from old friends, it was a suspected drug overdose. Our next reply is from Bubba. I had a friend that was allergic to so many things, he had to eat the same thing every day that he brought from home. I literally mean every day for years. He had a very bad day, failed a test, and some things happened at home. We met up at lunch and he had two slices of pepperoni pizza. He said today seems like a good day to die and proceeded to wolf down both slices. I'd never seen him so happy. I walked him to the nurse's office as he ballooned up. He was hospitalized for two weeks. He never regretted the decision. Well, I think of all the ways to die, death by pizza is a pretty good way to go. Our next reply is from LOL. Some kid kept taking a dump in the sink every week and they had to keep cleaning it up. One day I walked in the bathroom and someone had smeared it on the wall. And then Junior McGarry replies to that comment. 
had some girls in my high school who were creating works of art in the same fashion. They were deemed the fecal phantoms and were never caught. Our next reply is from Chef Shipwreck. A kid clipped the tip of his tongue off with a pair of safety scissors after someone dared him to. And then Hopeless replies, One of my brother's friends cut the very tip of his nose off because someone dared him to. Our next reply is from Bujo Momo. I worked at an American school in China a while back. One day, one of the school buses was on the way to campus from the city and there was an accident that students saw. A truck ran over a man riding his bicycle. The students on the bus witnessed the accident and watched as the man lay dying on the road. They were stuck in traffic and couldn't get away from the horrific scene for over 20 minutes. Kids were crying and traumatized. Most of them were elementary school students. There was a lot of grief counseling in the months after that. Our next reply is from Fungus Taint. This girl in my sophomore year sent nudes to an English teacher. When he rejected her advances, she reported him for possession of pictures that I can't say the type of on YouTube. He lost his job, his teaching license, and nearly faced jail time. He was a pretty chill dude too and was well liked by the student body. Goes without saying, the girl received a ton of death threats and ended up dropping out. Now, before you say it wasn't the teacher's fault because it wasn't his fault that she sent the nudes, remember that the police would have never found those nudes if he had just deleted them from his phone. Our next reply is from the third strike. I watched two girls get into a fight. One girl had a bunch of ear piercings and was wearing so many hoops it looked like chainmail. The other girl got her on the ground, grabbed those hoops, and pulled. Hard. I will never forget the scream. The rings didn't give, but her ear sure as hell did. Blood everywhere. The girl standing over her like a freaking psychopath holding a very recognizable ear in the air above her head. It was effing Mortal Kombat in real life. Our next reply is from Donut Shops. Many years ago, I sat next to a kid in high school who went on to kill his mom. He would always bring in photos of homemade bombs from 2-liter bottles, flamethrowers from squirt guns, etc. I thought it was the coolest thing and was so impressed by it until later on when I realized I was encouraging a 2B murderer to keep being violent. (laughs) Our next reply is from Stanley Steamer. Someone had taken a massive dump. It was larger than a coffee cup in width and considerably longer. So large, (laughs) it was impossible to flush. People were lined up in the halls to see this monstrosity, (laughs) including faculty. You know it's a small town when a turd calls that much attention. Our next reply is from Quirkus Machoxi. A giant hawk swooped down on campus and sunk its talons into the back of a squirrel foraging for acorns about 20 or 25 yards from me. Scared the bejesus out of me. He stood on it like a boss for a few seconds and then flew off with it. This was at like 7.30 in the morning, so it took me a while to wrap my brain around it. The guy walking in front of me spun around and said, Please tell me you saw that! That was r slash askreddit, and if you like this video, then hit that subscribe button because I put out new Reddit videos every single day.